I'm trying to do this show, and I got you making your stupid fucking smart-ass comments that I don't need to hear. All right, now we get the and every time, no, every time you type anything, it brings the Skype up on my page, and I can't see what I'm working on. And I'm trying to embed code, and I keep embedding on the Skype. Why can't you be like Gorilla and just shut the fuck up until I fix it? Why, why couldn't you just say something? Because, God damn it, Linus. Why? Just fucking listen to what I say. Why do you have to get on my last nerve? Listeners Look at all that text. Now, one time did you say, can you stop? Because I'm trying to fix it, I don't have time to text you. You're not fucking the president of the United States. I don't have to run every goddamn movement by you. You run all the movements by the president? Shut up! <laughs> well, then I won't be in a very effective coast if I shut up. Oh, my God. Let me fix the stupid thing. I refuse to talk to you, apologize. <laughs> That's good. I refuse to apologize to you. Um, where's Gully? You probably scared him off. Oh, how dare you? He, I don't even think he's called in today. Does DC have a defibrillator over there? No, DC doesn't have a defibrillator. Okay. The hell does he need one for? I don't know. You're fucking psyched. I am not. I Listen, I'm trying to fix things. Trying to get the stupid thing working. I don't know what's going on. I go to the the goddamn. We always use the Rocktown Radio. Um, we use the Rocktown Radio chat room. All right. That's what we use. And for some reason, I can't get onto it. But I connect to every. I connect to like four different sources. I'm connected to every single source except it wouldn't let me connect to that one. So then, uh, Wolf, of course, is bumping me off, going, it connects just fine for me. I did have enough time to type into Wolf that I would get him a, uh, I need to call the trophy shop and get him the I'm better than Ray Lytle trophy. So obviously, he's smarter than me. But then, so I logged onto the old stick cam disaster radio account, and it worked. So it's not, it's not, it's not my computer. I thought, okay, I thought, well, maybe my computer screwed up with StickCam. But it's not. It's something there. I don't know what's going on. So we're connected, and now you guys can watch the show on, I don't know if, I, I think Wolf's giving everybody links. Wolf, you're giving people links uh, if they go to the Rocktown page, right? They can link out over and. You're watching on Chubby Ray just fine, chubbyray.com, but I like our listeners from Rocktown Radio that listen to as well. That's that's why I'm there. I like it there. I was I swear to God, thank God this worked. I was literally ten seconds away from just saying screw it. I was ready to say screw it and then I was just gonna go to the movies. I had no desire. That's how close I was to just walking away from it. That's how close I was. I was right on the verge. I was ready to just walk away. Screw it. Not even worry about doing a show.
Why do I, 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 I often ask myself, why do I even bother doing one? I really do. Why do I even bother? And Blueberg says, by myself. No, I'm not going to go to the movies by myself. I'm not some weirdo or DC. I would, <laughs> I would <laughs> to say that because DC's in the room. I would call someone to go with me. I'd probably call DC so he wouldn't have to go by himself all the time. Like some weirdo going to the movies all the time. DC, do you want to come get on microphone so you can defend yourself? DC, would you like to get on microphone to defend yourself? All right. I've already got the explicit rating. Linus got me an explicit rating in the first two seconds of the show. I know what Hillbilly Joe feels like. He gets on my last nerve. Seriously. I know what it's like to be Hillbilly Joe now. Start calling me Hillbilly Joe Jr. That's what I want everybody to call me. HBJ Jr. I want everybody to call me. Yep, that's me. HBJ Jr. Ray Lytle. HBJJ. That's me. Everybody knows HBJ stands for hell of a BJ, but... Now it's going to be Hillbilly Joe Jr. That's what I'm. That's what HBJJ stands for. Oh, God, so many things to talk about. Did they plug the leak? Do we know? Has the leak been plugged? Is it working? Is oil still, you know, still happening? Because it seems like it's not working. Because I'm looking right now and it says the top kill has been suspended. I guess that means it's not working when they suspend it. Top kill was the plan they were going to do. They were going to plug it with this according to, uh, let's see, uh, what's it say here? Uh, BP's efforts to plug its gushing oil well. This is from the AP. Uh, BP's efforts to plug its uh, gushing oil well suffered a setback Thursday. Uh, the New York Times reported that the company made the decision to stop its top kill plug attempt because too much of the heavy man-made mud being used to plug the well was escaping from the leak along with a mixture of oil. According to the Times, a BP technician said the engineers will revise their plans and hope to resume top kill efforts by midnight. Top kill is the company's boldest attempt yet to plug the gusher that has spewed millions of gallons of oil over the last five weeks. BP hopes that by pumping mud into the well, it can overpower the steady stream of oil. The company wants to eventually inject cement into the well to permanently seal it. So, I would say if they are suspending it, then it must not be working. That would be my guess. A suspension of... A suspension of the plan to me says it ain't going to work. Meanwhile, untold damage being done to the entire Gulf of Mexico. Unbelievable. It's, you know what? It's, it's, so, it's so depressing. It really is. And there's no way around it. There, I mean, there's just no way around hearing about it, seeing it. 
and wondering why in the hell can they not stop it? What are they not telling us? Why isn't this easier to stop? You think something can be done. And then Obama gave a thing today saying the federal government's in charge. What do you mean mean you're you're not in charge of anything? Obama says, I take responsibility. It's my job to make sure that everything is done to shut this down. Well, congratulations, President Obama. You're failing. Congratulations on your failure. If you're the one responsible, then let me put it square on your shoulders. You have failed. You need to stop this oil from being let out into the Gulf. Unbelievable. And so my job right now is just to make sure that uh, everybody in the Gulf understands this is what I wake up to in the morning, and this is what I go to bed at night. We do too. Uh, the spill. Uh, the uh, and it's not just me, by the way. Yeah, when I woke up this morning, uh, and I'm shaving, and Malia knocks on my bathroom door, and she peeks in her head, and she says, uh, uh, "Did you plug the hole yet, Daddy?" Um, because I think everybody understands uh, that. You know, when, when we are fouling the earth like this, uh, it has concrete implications not just for this generation, but for future generations. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Hawaii, where the ocean is sacred. And when you see birds flying around uh, with oil all over their feathers and turtles dying, and um, you know that's, that doesn't just speak to uh, the immediate economic consequences, uh, consequences of this. This speaks to, you know, how are we caring for this uh, incredible bounty that we have? Unbelievable. Yeah, so uh, they still have not plugged the hole. Still have not plugged it. And now there's the thing that they were, the big savior, top kill. The big savior, the plan that was going to save us all, is such an utter failure, they're actually suspending it. They are canceling, they're canceling the entire thing. Oh. Unbelievable. Uh, by the way, if you look at the, uh, if you're in the chat room, look at the camera. The uh, Blue Borg's cam is showing the oil con- <laughs> continuing to spew out. By the way, it looks, it looks a little bit worse than it did yesterday. It looks like our attempt to fix it. It looks like our attempt to fix it has actually made it a little bit worse. Unbelievable. I'm taking phone calls on today's show, 217-883-4667. That's 217-883-4667. This oil spill, it just, it's depressing. It's depressing as hell to me. It's depressing to everybody. I, really, I mean, it's just, it's so depressing. 
what the hell else is? Can I ask what the hell else is going to go wrong in the in the last two years? Everything has gone wrong. It started in the summer of 2008. Actually, I guess technically it started in the spring of 2008. The housing market started collapsing a little bit. Then this whole mortgage thing happened. Then our financial crisis that needed the initial TARP bailouts, followed by more bailouts, followed by incredible job loss for the entire world. Gas prices being out of control. The last thing we needed was, it's bad enough if you get a natural disaster, you know. It's bad enough to get a natural disaster. But when you get a man-made disaster, I mean, how, how much more frustrating can you get? When you end up getting something... You know, it's bad enough when when an act of God, as they call it, happens. Like, you can't control a hurricane. You can't sit there and say, okay, we're, we're not going to have a hurricane. Because that stuff happens, okay? But to find out something that was someone's fault? I mean, this is clearly the fault of this, of the irresponsibility of corporate... Uh, let's say corporate America, but they're an English company. But this is once again greed and big business ruining the world. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you right now. The James Bond movies had it right. It's never a foreign government or entity that, that takes us down. It's always a rich, it's always some rich white dude Wanting to get more money. They're responsible for all the wrong in the world. James Bond is absolutely correct. It might look like it's coming from a government, but when you get right down to it, Spectre's just a bunch of rich white guys trying to get more money. Hi, you're on Chubby Ray Live. Hi, Ray. It's Ravage. What's How up, doing? Ravage? How are you, dear? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I am uh, listening to the show, of course, and I just wanted to call in and... Uh, and just make a couple comments about uh, the current topic being the oil spill, of course. Yes. Um, interesting that Obama, of course, finally admits that he was wrong, uh, thinking that BP could handle this, uh, this spill. Yeah, they can't. They can't. No, of course. I mean, obviously. Obviously. And then they're talking about, you know, the government coming in and supervising the oil spill. But, of course, what people are up in arms about, and, and of course, I as well as a taxpayer, is that... I don't want to pay for this shit. Exactly. He is the one that, that, that created this. Exactly. They're the ones that have made this even worse, and they are the ones that need to be footing the bill for this, whether the government supervises or does it themselves. Yeah. Taxpayers should not be paying for this. Well, it's, it's frustrating on a couple. It's frustrating for a couple of things. Number one, if we knew how to plug the hole, we'd have probably done it. We obviously don't know how to plug it either. Right. So we don't know. It's such a... Like I like the people that are saying, "Well, why isn't Obama down there?" We don't. What the hell? We don't need him down there unless he's an expert at plugging a hole. We don't need him down there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, his and his comments about you know he wakes up to this every day. Well, you know what? Every single American, and not even just we Americans all are waking are, are up to watching this. this oil spill. Oh yeah, all of us are watching this going on. We've we've been watching this for the last what has it been five weeks now? We don't. You know, know it's ridiculous. They have plenty of solutions on how to clean up the oil. 
But they need to have a solution on how to stop the hole. There's a giant hole exactly. in the bottom of the ocean floor that is spewing this oil. They have to plug that hole. They got to figure well, something out. You know, there, uh, you cannot tell me that this company, that BP, did not know that this was a possibility, and they should have. They should have been prepared for the inevitable. You know, they should have been prepared for this and had a contingency plan. If this were to happen, this yeah, is what no. we were going well, to do. Yeah, we're there used to be one, two, three. There used to be something called the acoustic shutoff valve that that would do this. It was way, way deep, deep, deep in the hole that would close it off mm -hmm. in case anything like this happened. But it cost anywhere from, you know, half a million to three million dollars to put in. And, uh, you know, Dick Cheney's company, Halliburton, had a ulterior to the acoustic shutoff valve, uh, acoustic mm -hmm. shutoff valve that they put in. So magically, in the Bush-Cheney administration, the mandate that you have an acoustic shutoff valve went away. And instead, it was recommended that you use this other uh, valve, and I can't remember, but it goes to the top, and that was made by Halliburton. Mm -hmm. Okay? And right. here's the interesting thing. What was Halliburton putting in an hour before the explosion? This valve. <laughs> so, oh, so there's yeah. one thing yeah, they think that maybe putting in the valve is what caused the explosion in the first place. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's... It's so frustrating, well, and BP's of course trying to blame. BP's blaming because Halliburton. My other, concern, my other concern is the fact that once we, you know, once they finally do stop it and the, and they soak up the oil, what's going to happen? What's the, what is going to be the long term effects on the ocean? Because we don't, you know, this is this is an area of our planet that we know less about than we know about space. I mean, we really don't have all the information on you know, pollution effects um, on our on our sea life. And so what's going to happen? You know, this this is going to cause long-term effects that we're going to be dealing with for years to come. Right. Yeah, you're right. And more than that, what, are we going to be paying $5 a gallon for gas this, this, this fall? Is that, I mean, is that what's going to be happening? Yeah. 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 Of course. We're, I mean, we're <laughs> because, screwed. Because every time... Any, you know, large companies like this, any large corporation or the government screws up, who ends up paying? We're going to, you know damn well we're going to, and listen, this is an English company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an yeah. English company. Right. They're not even American. What are we supposed to do? Tax them? They're, they're, in English. they're not even American. They're English. I know, and I and I love the news crew that went out there and was stopped by BP and the Coast Guard. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't want anybody, and, and not allowed. You, you know, get the feeling they don't want anybody to see just how horrible this is. We, even though, even though you know, everyone can see it on the cam. Yep. You know, I mean, and that's the thing that too about this cam. I mean, you know, everybody's watching the cam, but you know that doesn't tell the whole story. No, okay, it so you're seeing the oil, and you're seeing the oil leak out. Well, that doesn't really give you a realistic view. On what is going on, how it's affecting our ocean. We're seeing a couple. We're seeing a couple coast. of these leaks. We're seeing a couple of these leaks. I want to know how many there are. There just seems to be a lot more. Yeah, but they're all. I, well, and, they're all in it. And what are they doing? What What is about what Obama's got? What's he supposed to do? Stand up and say, "Okay, listen, uh, big business won. Government's a sham. They mm -hmm. control us. There's nothing we can do about it. Sorry." Right, right. I mean, what's he supposed to do? He can't say the truth. 
it's all it's all lip service anyway. I yeah. mean, you know, first of all, he's a politician. But and then, you know, but that is, but that is the truth. The truth is, their big business, they have won. Right. They they have won. They, uh, they they're in everybody's pocket. You could you mm-hmm. could see the way financial reform went to shit. By the way, financial reform was a, was, a, was supposed to be done. It wasn't. Financial reform no. is gone. Uh, it's become all oil leak all the time. No one even knows what's going on with financial reform, except we do know that the people who are supposed to start paying for screwing us, the the average American, over, mm-hmm. the people that are that are uh, getting more wealthy as the rest of us lose money, that they paid in order to not have financial reform happen. It, the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer, and. Of you know, all we care about is is Lindsay Lohan's stupid passport. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, who won the goddamn dancing show or American Idol. Right. And uh, meanwhile, all this stuff is going on behind our backs. And the hopelessness is that, you know, the wealthy control the world. Big corporate America. Corporate America control. Governments don't control the world. Corporate America controls the world. Right, right. And they're not, you're right, they're never going to pay. We are going to end up, our tax dollars are going to end up paying for this. And it will yeah, prolong. It doesn't matter until they yeah. need to reach into yeah. our pocket. It will prolong our recession another five years, but no one cares. No, no one no. cares. And BP will walk away from this paying under a billion dollars. Mark my words. Oh, I'm sure of it. This of should be, of these course. billions of dollars of fixing it should cost. That's what it should, they should pay for all of that. The billions oh, yeah, of dollars fixing it. And then that's the thing, you know, you're talking about the, the cost of the valve and everything, and, and I, I, I would like to see a comparison between the cost of the valve that they should have put in and the cost that this entire mess, entire cleanup. Oh, it's going to be astronomical, but I'll tell you, you're right. We're going to pay it. They're not going to pay it. Of course not. They're not going to pay it. It's and that, that's how it is with everything. It's very, very, fr- they're finding out now that these short sellers and all these guys like that, they're the ones that caused this. Recession. Right. Recession. Yeah. And they're not paying for it. We are. They, their money did not go to bail out themselves. Our money went to bail them out. Exxon last year paid uh-huh. zero dollars in taxes. Right. Zero right. dollars in taxes. And people right. say the, the corporate taxes need to be lower. How can they be any more lower than zero? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point, Ray. It's a mess. Yeah, we are, we are the guys cleaning up behind the elephant. That's what we are. We are the guys cleaning up behind the elephant. I get more you know? frustrated every day with government. I get more frustrated mm-hmm. every day. I get frustrated with society. I'm telling you, we have never been in a situation in the history of our country ever. Not even, not even before the Great Crash of '29. Mm-hmm. Have we ever been in a situation where so few people have controlled so much wealth? Right. Do you know? I mean, it's to the point now now where 99% of the wealth in America is controlled by under 5% of the people. Of course. That's unbelievable. You know, the federal government has their hand in too many things. They have too much control. If you ask me... The power should be given back to the states. I mean, I know there's people that are pissed off about, you know, Arizona and everything. But, you know, I say 
good for them because that's what our that's how our constitution was written. Right, we're just, the states we're were a supposed mess. to have control. We're we're a mess. We're a mess yeah. because yeah. on every level, on yeah. every at the, the national level and the state level, the big money has found that they can buy their way in. Right. Right. They they buy their way into everything. They, they all they care power. about is making more money. All I know is they told us two years ago we had to start cutting back. I know I've cut back. I know I now <laughs> yeah. live. I now live in a two bedroom uh, place. I don't have my three thousand square foot home anymore. I have cut back, but I'm glad to say that uh, the guys on Wall Street are still getting their ten to fifteen million dollar bonuses. Thank God. Thank God they get their bonuses. And, you know, I mean, and as long as you don't, as long as you've got guys uh, voting themselves pay raises, yeah. you know, anything that they say concerning that is just BS to me. It's, that we're, mean, I mean, what we're company a huge, have you worked for? We're what a huge you problem. For, Ray, where your bosses said to you, hey, Ray, do you think you should get a raise? Yeah. And you said yes. And he said, okay. We're in a huge, a we're in a huge problem right now because we have people that make laws to uh, regulate big business mm-hmm. that receive campaign contributions mm-hmm. from big business. Right. It's in their best right. interest. It's in their best interest to make their big business's life easier. Mm-hmm. It's in their best interest. Of course. Of course. It's scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You yeah. know, it's an old boys club. That's all they yeah. care about. Yeah, of course. Oh well. But uh, yeah, my, I'm I'm just really I'm just really sad though when I look at this this BP um, oil situation and I and, you know of course they're showing sea turtles dead oh, and yes. all this all the sea life and everything, and it's just it, it's not just the money it's also about the environment as well and it's you know it is about the little people I mean there's so there's so many you know. Uh, little little offsets of this whole conversation we could be having, you know, we could be hitting so many points, but you know, it's it's just a sad situation all around, and um, there's a lot of people up in arms about it. And unfortunately, no matter how many times you get on sick camera, and no matter how many times you call into the show, or no matter how many times you're seen on the news, or how much you you protest, we have no power. No, you're right. We, don't. we have no power. Yeah. You can scream as loud as you want. But Nobody no cares. Nobody cares. No. And they look at they have hel- they have they've successfully done what the plan was. The plan was the dumbing down of America. You know, people yeah. said this years ago. I'm starting. You know what? I'm starting to think that these these uh, nutjob conspiracy theorists. I'm starting to think. You know what? Maybe they're not nut. Maybe they're not nut jobs after all. Because some of the <laughs> stuff that they said. What listen, I, you know, I remember reading 15 years ago that the, the key was. You've got to dumb down people to where they don't ask questions. Right. right. And I'll be damned. I mean, I'll be damned if they aren't right on. Yeah. Because yeah. they've dumbed us down. They've, listen, they've dumbed us down by so many things. For example, uh, uh, newspapers. Newspapers don't have investigative reporters anymore. They can't afford them. Nobody reads newspapers. No. True, true. By making internet, you know, look at what's happened to the news delivering uh, organizations. Internet has made people less intelligent about what's going on. True. We don't care anymore. Yeah, people are watching late night television to get people, the news now. They're watching get, talk shows. Well, they get their news from 
from slanted news sources. You get your news from Russ Limbaugh. Well, he's given news with that's not news. That's no. his opinion. He's got a, he's got an opinion, agenda. Yes. Fox News gives news with an agenda. MSNBC gives news with an agenda. Exactly. CNBC or CNN, I don't know what the hell their agenda is, but they're I don't know what they're doing. They're 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 kind of bouncing back and forth. Right. But no there's nobody just telling you the truth. Yeah. They've eliminated that. They've eliminated the investigative reports from newspaper. They've eliminated uh, people telling the truth. All we have now is uh, people with an agenda trying to sway you to their side. Right, of course. It's a bunch of preachers well, I mean, asking for it, money it's always to been be put into the extent anyway. It's just more so. It's more so now. You know. It's it's out of control. We're out of control. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's funny because you know we're fooled into thinking that we're getting the truth because, you know, you, you I'm sure, remember when we were kids, what, you had the, well, we had the 5 o'clock news and the 10 o'clock news? Yep. And now you've got news 24-7. Well, yeah, and so the people, lo- nobody cares about the local stuff. People, people think they're being informed. Yeah. But, but we're not, you know, we're not, we're not getting, uh, that's why, that's why I think it's really, it's really important go to a news source outside this country. You know, watch BBC. Yeah. You know, watch watch someone else who's going to have, you know, not have the situation with our news sources and our government, and they're going to give you a, a little different perspective, a more honest perspective on what what's really going on. You know, I just, what do you do? We really are. I mean, we really are. <sighs> In this country, we're screwed. And I had this argument with Gorilla the other day who goes, read the... We were talking about the immigration bill, and I told my problems with the immigration bill. And he said, read. I had needed to read it. I need, so I did. I went and read it. I went and read it. And I'm, by the way, I'm right. The problem that I have with the immigration bill is still in there. If they changed the one thing, I'd be fine with the immigration bill. The one thing, The one thing I don't like is still in there. If they get rid of that, I'd, I'd actually like the immigration bill. And I, and I read the right. whole thing. And um, uh, the only... I, I do Here's what I do like, by the way. I like the fact that the immigration bill says... And not to change subjects, but I want to get it out there while we mention it. I like the fact that it says if, if you pull somebody over driving, all right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if you pull somebody over driving then what you say is, uh, uh, let me see, you know, you can ask them. If, you pull the, if they've committed a crime already, mm-hmm. you can ask right. them. I'm actually fine with that. Okay. I'm actually fine with that part of it. That doesn't bother right. me one bit. There is a line, and I, and I sent myself a note. I don't know where the hell I sent it. Uh, with the actual, I can give you the, the, uh, the part I don't like. I'm saying I could take it down to the part of the... I can actually read the law. I've copied and pasted, and I can tell you the part that it's in and everything if I can find the stupid thing. Um, but the part that I have a problem with is in the description of... There is a description that really, to me, starts to mess with a little bit of of uh, probable cause issues that I don't like. Okay. I'm fine. I'm f- look, don't get me wrong. I am fine with, if someone is committing a crime, okay, mm-hmm. if they commit a crime, 
you can ask, you can find out if they're a citizen. Right. And in finding out uh, if they're a citizen, if they're not, I'm. By the way, I'm shocked that they don't already send them out. Right. That shocked me when I found out that that's not the case. Um. But they, and I don't have it in front of me. It's on my other computer. Oh, here we go. Okay. I'll read you the part I don't like because it's not clear. It's just not. It's not clear, and to me, it has potential to uh, really. For starters, it's going to make this bill illegal. If if this is where it's challengeable, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and part two of the bill. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, uh, and section B. For any lawful contact made by a law enforcement official or agency 21 of this state or county, city, town, other political subdivision of this uh, state, where reasonable suspicion exists that the person is an alien, is unlawfully present in the United States, a reasonable attempt shall be made when practicable to determine the immigration status of the person. The person's immigration status shall be verified with the federal government pursuant to 8 United States Code Section 1373. That's, there you go, right there. That's what I don't like. Because it basically, that to me says, a person with brown skin mm-hmm. is under reasonable suspicion. And I cannot, I'm, I'm serious, I cannot live in a country that has that. I, I'm not going to, I don't want to live in the United States where simply based on the color of your skin, you are um, being accused of committing a crime. And that's, that's right. wrong. That is 100% incorrect. I'm fine with everything else. For example, um, uh, let's see. Uh, if an alien who is unlawfully present in the United States is convicted of violation of state or local law, a discharge from imprisonment or assessment of any fine, blah, 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 they shall be transferred immediately to custody of the United States immigration. I'm fine with that. Right. In addition to violation of federal law, a person is guilty of trespassing if the person is both. What they did is not only do they get you and give you away, but they can give you an added-on charge of trespassing, which is fine. It does, it seems to me, and I don't want to make the show all serious, everybody, but that seems to me like that's going to clog their courts a little bit, but if they're willing to have their courts clogged with that, then I'm fine with it. That's, that's fine okay. to me. They are breaking the law. If you are in this country illegally, you are breaking the law. Of the course. only thing that I don't like is... Uh, because they say any lawful contact made, made by a law enforcement official or agency uh, of the, the state. That, that, that basically means a cop driving by sees four dark-skinned guys walking. That's, lo- that's lawful contact. Right. You know. You're, 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 it, it, yeah, it's an act of racial profiling. Yes, course, that is racial. And, and I don't like racial profiling right. in, in my country. Especially when the racial yeah. profiling... Uh, goes after people that look like me. I mean, that's right. step one. What happens in step two when we say, well, a lot of the crimes in the inner city are caused by black people, so we're just going to start mm-hmm. pulling over all black people. Mm-hmm. Right. Or when they say, you know what, the majority of DUIs in small-town America are committed by white guys, so we're just going to start pulling over every single white guy. Right. It's, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Certainly, that that is uh, one section where I, I think that that's what they need to. If they uh, fix it. that, if they fix that, what they need to do is make this law, make it only be if they if you've committed probable cause. All right. Right. If you're driving with a tail light out, fine, pull them over, ask their citizen. If you are breaking the law already, then they can ask and they can boot your ass right out of this country. That's how it should work. 
But I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and I and I'm, uh, I I mean this to the core of my being. The biggest problem with immigration is we have to, at some point, address how miserable a place Mexico is for these people. Right. And we've got to do something to help Mexico be a more livable place so these people won't want to come across. We have helped Asia enough. We've put way too many factories in China. And this bothers me to no end when I hear people complain that we're putting a factory in Mexico. Yet they have no problem with putting factories in China. Right. None whatsoever. You know, and I don't know if you know, but I live in Southern California. So, um, of course, we have a lot of people who originated from Mexico right. that are living here that I work with. And, um, you know, I've talked to some actual illegals. And, you know, they've told me their stories. Yeah. They've told me where they've come from and what their lives were like. And to me, some of them, I mean, the way they got here, whether, you know, whether you are racist, whether you're prejudiced, whether you're for or against, you know, Arizona's new law or whatever, you know, these are human beings. We do need to remember that. They are human beings. And for someone to take the risk that they do, a lot of people don't realize, but a lot of these people, they pay you, what are called coyotes. You know, you've got to ask yourself, how miserable and, is it that these people are willing to, risk, they're willing to risk their lives to come here? And they, that's exactly what they do. They, they, I'm just a saying, lot of, there's a lot of we have bad spent, situation right now with them. We've spent a trillion dollars making Baghdad er, and, and the, in the country of Iraq. We've spent a trillion dollars making Iraq a better place to live. And you know what? There were no Iraqis illegally sneaking into the United States to work. Meanwhile, people right next door to us, we we, we didn't spend one one hundredth of that to make Mexico a better place. We're in the business. We are in the business of helping out people who no matter what we do will hate us. We help out these middle we help out this Middle East. I don't care what we they're always gonna hate us. And now Obama wants to send more troops into Afghanistan. You gotta be kidding me. Obama right. keeps saying, Well we have to win. We have to win. You know what? We lost. Big deal. Move on. Mm-hmm. We lost Vietnam and I'm no worse for it. Move on. Right. You know what? Screw these people. They bombed us. I'm sick of paying to make their land a better place to live. F them. Right. Get out of Afghanistan. Get out of Iraq. I'm sick of paying for it. Right. Yeah, and I, I totally get where you're coming from. I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm certainly I, I get really heated when I see um, people like you know uh, Sean Penn. You know, I mean, I, granted, now I, I don't want anyone to go through a natural disaster. I don't want anyone right. to go, you know, to be in poverty. I don't want anyone to to lose their family members. You know, I'm a, I'm a kind-hearted person, and and you know, I am for my fellow human. But at the same time, when you've got people like this that are here, we have starving children in this country. We have homeless families. We have ho- thousands and thousands of homeless children in this family who are not even getting one meal a day. They're getting like maybe three, four meals a week. And yet no, no one is all up in arms and, and creating this, this big parade like, you know, he has for Haiti, you know, because they've had this natural disaster. And I, I feel the same way. I feel like let's help ourselves and let's help our neighbors, you know. We, and as far as 
uh, Mexico, um, like I was going to say, you know, these people, they're hiring coyotes. And coyotes, they take all these people's money, and they promise getting them across the border. And a lot of times what is going on is they are actually holding these people hostage and demanding more money from yeah, to their let them go, right. Not even taking them across the border. Not even not even depositing them into the United States. Oh, they kidnap them. They sell them into slavery. They sex slavery. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, and that that is actually what's going on, and a lot of people are not aware that this is happening right now. You know, this is going on for years. They risk their lives to come over here. They 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 risk their life to break the law. But you know, make no mistake about it. They are breaking the law. They're breaking. We have to do some. But at some point, we have to address the real issue because I'll tell you, I don't, who knows when it's going to happen? Who knows if, if it'll happen? But you do get the feeling at some point one hemisphere is going to say, you know what? I'm sick of that one. Th- at some point, there is going to be uh, – I mean, I hate to think about it, but at some point, the Chinese or the Russians, maybe they'll be together or whatever, are going to say, you know, we want what they got over there. Right. And I'll tell you what. We're, there's only two people that should have our backs. Right. And the people that will have our backs are going to be the Canadians and the Mexicans because they're right, right next door. And right. if they're pissed That's off right. at us, they ain't going to help us. Because right now, right now, the Iraqis who we've spent a trillion dollars helping, they mm-hmm. don't care. They don't give a rat's ass about us. Mm-hmm. And we've spent mm-hmm. a trillion dollars on them. Right. We spend nothing on Mexico, except exactly. except we we call them criminals and and they put these uh, racist things. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Now, hello, you're on Chubby Ray Live. Uh, yes. Uh, hello. How you doing there, sir? I'm fine. Uh, I'd like to address the female you have over there. Go right ahead. That's a ravage. Well, she's uh, talking about coyotes, and I uh, feel like she's talking about a situation. She has no idea uh, what is going on. Well, she's talking about the coyotes that bring across the... Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Trust me, uh, I have been a coyote uh, for the past 32 years. Oh. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. That woman is crazy. She has no idea what she's talking about. Well... What do you mean by being a coyote, sir? What did you What did you do, sir? Have you ever actually tried to ever catch a roadrunner? <laughs> oh, no, Lord. no, I haven't. Do you realize how many times I have slammed face first into the side mountain that has been painted to look like a railway crossing? Yeah, that's got to be tough. Yeah. Do you know how many rockets I have actually taken? How many times I've fallen off cliffs? Ma'am, you have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Mis- Mr. Coyote, Mr. Coyote, your first name wouldn't happen to be Wiley by any chance, would it? Uh, okay. uh, I'm supposed to remain anonymous on this damn show. That is what I told the producer. <laughs> yes, uh, you, will right. Right. Yeah. you will remain anonymous. You will remain anonymous, sir. You're right. But, uh, yes, you know, you're right. I, I, I don't have firsthand right. knowledge. Unless um, you're a coyote I, I, like this person, yeah, this caller. No you know how many, how many times I have had to call up the Acme Foundation and call their customer service line because their rocket roller skates have malfunctioned? 
And not to mention the customer service line is is based in India. Right, which is very hard yeah, to understand. Have you ever been hit in the head with an anvil? Yeah, it does oh, look that painful. That happens to me a lot. It does Daily look basis. painful, sir. Well, I'm just yeah, saying, that I have it. How hard it is to be a coyote in this. Thank you. you. Know, You're right. You know what? I take it all. Not be allowed to be on this this uh, political talk show and discuss. <laughs> it's not a political talk show. And thank you for calling. You're right. I take it back. I take it back. I'm no longer. Uh, yeah. I take it back. Uh, thank you, Rav. Appreciate it, dear. Thank you, Ray. And, you know, now I, I've been enlightened on many levels now, thanks to uh, Mr. Coyote, yes. for one. See, take it. you got to take it back. Don't you call these coyotes bad. No, I, I, I'm sorry. This I, coyote, they single, these coyotes, single-handedly, they single-handedly keep the Acme Corporation in business. You're right. You're right. But I, I have heard that uh, the coyotes, you know, they've dealt with racial profiling Absolutely. themselves. You know? Horrible. So, yeah, it's, it's terrible. I, they're... They've got they've got a sad uh, lot in life. But, Thank you. Dear. You know, I had a, a caller calling in here. I've got my second phone line. I think it's the government. I think Obama must have heard our conversation. Well, listen, so, Obama's uh, Obama's ready to move on immigration more than any president has in the last uh, twenty years. So don't be too rough on him with immigration because uh, okay, but I, he's the first one willing, ready, and willing to do something about it. He might be he might be calling me on the advice uh, as as what to do with the oil spill. So I well, probably that's should mess. go. All right, see you later, Raf. All right, thanks a lot, Ray. I still say we still say giant tampon, like the guy from uh, the guy from Florida last week who had the big idea about the giant tampon. I was going to read the Linus hate mail and the one positive. Linus letter that I got. But the more I read the positive Linus letter, uh, I actually realize that it is uh, negative as well. Uh, plus, I have um, Sean Belint. I want to find out how Sean's birthday party went last night. I'm very interested in seeing if... Uh, Sean's party was good or if it was a complete and utter failure. So, let me try to call him. All right. Calling Sean Blunt, ladies and gentlemen. If he will answer. You're listening to Chubby Ray Live. What the? Yes, hello, Sean. How was your birthday? Uh, you know, it was a cluster flub as always. Um, a lot of nothing people like nothing like past nothing like past disasters. I uh, yeah, there was severe weather I had to cover up there. Not certainly nothing like what you had down, uh, up in Springfield, Illinois, for our listeners beyond Central Illinois. But. Uh, it was uh, one of those deals, and I said, um, you know, I called the folks. We were supposed to eat dinner for my birthday and uh, at, at a certain restaurant. And I, I say, you know, um, I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to be stuck here with severe weather coverage so um, for a little bit longer. So there's kind of a week for my signal, or I'll let you know when I'm leaving. Now I'm 45 minutes from the restaurant at work. So that moment comes. 
can I call and they're at the restaurant. So your parents said they wanted to take you out for dinner for your birthday. Yeah. And you went to That's call. Really you said, hey, listen, there's severe weather. I have to cover it for my job. And then you would right. call them. So then you called them to say, okay, it's time for me to go. And they were already yeah, at the like, I, I'm at the, this thing is going to basically tell them, hey, this thing's going to be in flux a little bit. So uh, let's, let's push back 7 o'clock. And, uh, you know, and I just kind of inferred, hey, wait for my signal. And I'll call you when I'm leaving. Right. And apparently somebody missed that because I called at work 45 minutes from the restaurant. Okay, I'm heading out. So you can probably head out in about 20 minutes. Nope, they were already there. So they what, they already order and everything? Uh, you know, they, they waited on that. I told them to order. I, the, the thought of a bunch of people sitting waiting for me makes me crazy. So wait a minute. So. You, by the time you got there, were they done eating and everything? Uh, they were they were into it. I mean, again, it was my idea, but they were. Um, I'm I'm not so sure they didn't save some token bites. So, did you finally get to eat and stuff? Yeah, oh, I okay. called the order in advance, but it's like we hardly got to talk. And then there was a booth, and uh, let's just say my uh, my gut in the booth. Uh, well, you are morbidly obese. You have no business. Um, you have no business being in a booth. Yeah, apparently there's very few tables. And, uh, you know, basically I said to the booth, this town's not big enough for the two of us. But, uh-huh. you know, put them together anyway. Good old Shawnee. Yeah, so, as usual. All right, so listen. I've planned your birthday party in Springfield. All right, so? The Sean Belint birthday party, June 5th at the 49er in Springfield. Two-Ton Baby will be playing. We'll spread the word all throughout Facebook. We'll call it Sean Blint's birthday party. Hello, chicks. Are you up for it or not? That works for me, brother. All right, next Saturday. I am down, I'm down with the babyness. Next Saturday. Then let's get it on Facebook and make it public. Anybody, anybody in the vicinity of Central Illinois? All right? Okay. That's a beautiful thing. There you go. All my CL peeps, baby. All my CL peeps. Yep. I'm down with that. There you go. It should be a good time now. Do you? Now should I just do Man Eater, or do you want me to uh, expand my repertoire? Well, I've, you're, you're very good at singing Man Eater. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll bring you up to sing some other stuff too. There's a lot of it's all about experience, right? Nothing like some Sean Blaine singing. So you did not go. So what, what do you do? Are you got plans this weekend? Uh, you know what? I'm having a get together, and, and uh, you know, it's like you try and arrange things on Facebook, and you try not to let certain people know. You just got to make so it public. I, I, just make it public. Say here it is. Boom. Because yeah. if you wait till the last second, you're, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get nobody there. Yeah. You're going to have no one there, and you're going to be all upset again, like last year, and complaining because you think nobody likes you. Well, it's not going to be, at least there'll be a table full. Last year, you know, Jamie, who we used to work with, we go to Fast Eddie's and all. Then, you know, I saw another couple people basically plan their birthday party on like that, and which, which I feel awkward about anyway. Because right. wives are usually there to do that, and we all know women have determined that I'm unfit for adoption. Um, 
you know, basically I went there and I, I one person showed up wasn't even supposed to be in town, and and the words will never leave my head. Is this all there is? Me? <laughs> 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 no, nah, that couldn't be. Uh, I'm sure people will be here any minute. But I saw other people pull it off. But you know, when they so people actually complained. <laughs> people actually complained about how bad it was. Uh, well, you know, the nice thing was there was no one. There was hardly anyone there to complain. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all. Right. That's never good. Yeah. So there's only one person there to make fun of it. Oh, that's not good. But uh. <laughs> I would certainly never make fun of your failed birthday parties. Oh, of course not. Well, the nice thing is I have a track record of failure in pretty much everything. Yeah. Finances, chicks, um, physical fitness. So at least I've adapted to, to failure at some level. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, they were getting together. Unfortunately, the thing I was trying to do I was trying to have a certain couple, you know, a certain handful of people who uh, who are friends on Facebook not know about it? No, there's no way around. Sure enough, it. I got text, I got texted. Do we talk about the girl who hit on me at a funeral yet? Sean had some fat girl hit on him at a funeral, and she always talks about raping him. And is this the one you're giving rides to? Uh, no, that's a different. Part. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what's Brad, going on with I, you, and you, you know, she's always joking about how she wants to fillet you and. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to clean uh, BJ references, and I and it's not abbreviated on on my wall. Again, I kind of you know I look, I walk the tightrope with this dual existence where I'm known as a comedic figure, but like down in St. Louis and other places, you know, you kind of have to maintain some kind of level of above that at some level. You know, it's kind of let me get this right. You have that. several. You have several girls that you're not attracted to that want to sleep with you. Yes or no? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, now you know what a chick feels like. Not yeah. Because women always have guys they're not attracted to. I mean, look, how many women do you want to sleep with? Mm, you know what? I don't meet that many. But uh, here, do this. How many women? How many women do you meet that you that you are turned on by? You're like, oh man, I'd love to be with that chick. I'll tell you what. One now has a boyfriend. Okay, I know. But think uh, about. I want you to think about it. Think about good-looking chicks that you run into that you'd like to be with. Yeah, you got some, right? Right? Yeah. Now, they are disgusted by you. That's why they don't sleep with you. Put, you are putting yourself in their shoes whenever you have these uh, fat girls that you're not interested in when they hit on you. Now you know Now you know how those attractive women that you want to get with feel. Well, well here's the thing, though. I'm smart enough not to ask, much less ask more than once. Right. <laughs> so why don't you just tell these girls you're not? Why don't you tell these girls you're not interested in? Yeah, uh, you know what? One is going to be one is going to be tricky, but you know it's kind of like you figure vast indifference would do the trick. But yeah, then you've, you've got two choices: either you just go through with it, you know, either you go through with it or you don't. Yeah. Oh my God! And then I just got texted by the girl. That's what times the party. The one I actually, I went through the process of inviting people. You know, I get like what fifteen hundred. The one friends. girl that you invite that you didn't want to go to the party is now the one that's texting you. Wanting yeah, to go. of course. I went out at the Facebook event in, in, invitation. That's what happens. I went ahead and I, I went ahead and went, 50, went through fifteen hundred people piece by piece. 
Yep. But then I got addressed up on my Facebook wall that she found out about it. <laughs> and I was going, so what is this party Saturday night? That's like, what happens. Oh, my God. That's what happens. You know, and here I'm, I'm thinking there are a couple girls I've had. I might have potential with who might be there. and oh. I'm going to offer, this is my birthday gift to you. And Moby Dick might kill him. This is my birthday gift to you. I will call those fat girls and tell them you're not interested in them. <laughs> so obviously you were too scared to do it yourself. I will call them for you and tell them you are not interested in them. <laughs> All right? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I think in one case, in one case, I may have to hire protection because uh, she might just go crazy. Yep. She might go thermonuclear. Well, I'm telling you. You let me. That's my gift. Ours used to say, I am offering my service. If you want me to call and give the bad news for you, let me know. I'm like George yeah, Clooney. I and I, I'm like George Clooney and up in the air. I will fire people for you. Just let me know. Yeah, you know what? I I hate to hurt people, but uh, that's what I want to do. I don't want to spend. I don't want to spend the whole all of Saturday night avoiding this two or you know a couple of people. So that is my walk in. I life. may have to. I may have to. Uh, I may have to go to the cleaner, you know? I am fine. I I'm fine telling people things they don't want to hear. They, people generally don't like Actually, me. Actually, anyway, you're the hitman so. hit and the cleaner. Yeah. People don't usually generally like me upon first meeting as it is, so it really doesn't matter to me. <laughs> right, so let me know. Get me the numbers. I'll call them on the air. I'll let them down. Oh. I will let them down for you. Yeah. I appreciate that. And then if the girls even say, well, how come he doesn't like me? I'll be honest with them. I'll say, you're obese, or you smell funny, or uh, he's just you not into you. Of, you have metal protruding from body parts where yeah. uh, they just shouldn't be. You got some stank that's floating up, and he, he doesn't, he's not yeah. interested. Whatever it is. Yeah, if you look like buffalo carp should be hanging from your midsection. I, if you're, uh, you're, you're midsection. I will go out of my way to do to do your dirty work. Just let me know. You're doing the Lord's work. I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. God bless you. Well, I'm glad it was your birthday. I'm sorry you missed your dinner, but... Well, I got there, but it was kind of like, okay, well, we're about ready to go here, so... I bet we'll you ate down a and... So your entire birthday dinner, you didn't even have the... You were rushed, and you didn't yeah, even I have a conversation with anybody. <laughs> And then my then the dog licked my piece of cake too. Oh, well, that's even better. Yeah, the was, dog uh, cake licked your good. cake. Yeah, it was a cake that was just the right size for uh. everybody there. So uh, yeah, yeah, it didn't taste quite as good without frosting. But I've had worse birthdays. I'm sorry to hear that. I was, you know what? I, Sounds I, like a pretty crappy birthday. Was, Sounds like a pretty crappy one. I was just happy they didn't put candles on the cake. Yeah. Well, I, let's see. Let's, let's recap some of the great birthdays. I had a, uh, I had my pay cut in half like uh, two months before my birthday, and uh, I remember that. Yeah, my pay cut. My pay was cut in half. All of a sudden, I couldn't afford my truck anymore, and uh, the ever lovely artist formerly known as Bank One wouldn't wouldn't uh, work with me at yeah. all. And they told me I had till June first to catch up. So basically, I. I begged, borrowed, and steal, you know, everything but steal. And uh, we're gonna be till June first, and then uh, May twenty sixth pops up. And on my birthday, they take my truck. I remember. I do remember that. Yeah, no, I remember I the day that they 
repoed your truck on your birthday. We have no record of such an agreement. Yep. I have all these little old ladies coming up bringing cakes and all this other stuff. And Hey, golly gee willikers, you know, happy birthday, Sean. And this is the Chamber of Commerce. Well, listen. <laughs> June... Somebody's putting your truck on a flatbed. June 5th. <laughs> June 5th is the party. All right? Cool. June 5th, Shambola, spread the word. Shambola birthday party. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm, th- I'm thinking about what, what kind of uh, disco outfit should I wear? What would I do to wow the crowd? Just let me know. Listen, you got to let me know. If you're not going to make it, let me know because I'm, I'm going to go ahead and schedule it. Hey, we, we's on. All right. There you go, June 5th. Okay, well, I'm going to save the Linus uh, hate mail for tomorrow, I guess, since time is running out. It's going to take up an entire show. <laughs> Dude, you should hear some of this hate mail. I've got to edit. I have to edit the hate mail because it mentions people that I really just don't feel like mentioning. I got you. Well, that's a list that just keeps going up. And by the way, i got to say something. Some of these letters write on. When I read the letter, I thought it was ridiculous. After today's show, after today's show, I now realize just how intuitive my listeners are uh, than me. Because I'll tell wow. you something, they ride on the head. Right, and today is the proof that these letter writers are not wrong. I'll tell you that. I... I was reading through it thinking they were full of it, and then after today, boy, they were right on. Right on. Pretty scary. Using the words cancer and... I'm just just saying. These letter writers are a lot... They're a lot wiser than I thought they were. There was like a little explosion today, huh? My listeners are pretty smart. The podcast listeners are very intelligent. <sighs> they know their stuff. Well, got to give them that, my man. All right, I want to get out of here. I got to end the show. I got to record another one. It's Thursday. That means I'm recording uh, the The Media Show podcast. The, I'm glad I can suck the life out of the show. I yeah. Glad I had that opportunity. Hopefully, Gully will be back tomorrow. I don't know where Gully was today. I don't know. Oh no, no Gully washer. Huh? Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Damn. It was. It's been, today's been a very trying day for me. Very, oh, to say the least, really it's been very trying. Me, Listen, yeah. I, the show started. I, I mean, <sighs> the stupid thing. Everything wouldn't work. I was literally ten seconds away from just saying screw it, not doing a show. Yeah. I was 10 seconds away, and finally I got this one thing to work, so I switched into It's been a big hassle. Big hassle. I want to thank Rav uh, Ravage for calling in, Wiley Coyote, and, of course, the one and only Sean Boyd. Hello, Ray, and hello to the chicks. And hello to Lion Magnus's five personalities. That's it. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow, 4.30 p.m. With another edition of Chevy Live. Shawnee, I'll talk to you later. So long, everybody. Check out the podcast of Chubby Ray and, of course, the podcast 
of the media show, which will be coming your way in about an hour. Come on.